0: Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. This is episode number 16 and I'm Todd Marsh, your host. Today we're going to talk about lessons learned in growing microgreens. And I learned a pretty good lesson this past couple weeks and the results are actually published in my latest uh, article on homemicrogreens.com. The article is about how to grow mustard microgreens. And truthfully, I wasn't even planning on writing an article on these mustard microgreens. I was just growing them to get a weight for my home microgreens tray and 10 by 10 trays. It's a new organic variety I have called wasabina mustard. It's spicy, sort of like the wasabi mustard, only not quite as hot. And obviously, these are organic as I'm trying to add to my organic seeds. But the reason for the article and this podcast is that I learned a lesson. And when I started to grow these, because I test all my microgreens before I put them up on the store, one for their germination, two, how much seed I want to put into the whole microgreens packet, and then for the 10x10s and 5 by 5s So I was just growing these mustards like I normally would, just like I did the red garnet mustard, just like I did uh, the wasabi mustard. I put them onto a tray and put them under the dome method. The dome method's where you just basically take a dome, an upside-down tray, and put it on top and let the microgreen seeds germinate. And when those grow up and reach the top of the dome or the tray, you just take the upper dome off or the tray off and you put them underneath the lights and let them grow. The advantage is that these uh, thin-stem microgreens, like with mustards or amaranth have a tendency to get crooked and bent over when you're using the weighted method if you don't get the weight off in time and you really don't get a good grow. So using the dome method lets those thin stem microgreens grow up a little bit taller and that just seemed to do better that way. So I just used that method when I started growing these wasabina mustard seeds and I got a really poor germination. They just didn't look good. The ones that grew grew okay, but I just really wasn't getting good results. So I planted another tray and I I planted them the same way. This time I made sure I did everything right put them on the soil, make sure they were spread evenly. I wet them down. I put the dome on. I waited, I think, uh, 72 hours and lifted up the dome, and hardly any of them germinated. There was some, but not much. Same results pretty much as I got the first time. So, you know, of course, now I'm thinking, well, we should be blaming the seed, right? I got some poor quality seeds. But I don't want to go off and blame my suppliers, you know, without any proof. So I went right back to the basics and planted these microgreens using the weighted method and off, and with a dome method. Um, and you see the results in the article. And the ones on the weighted, the ones with the weight just grew fantastic. And again, the domes didn't. So in reality, I tried to grow these mustard microgreens. I grow... The red garnet mustard, and I grow the wasabi mustard under the dome. And the wasabi I grow um, not only in the whole microgreens tray for my own use, but I grow them in 1020 trays um, to sell to retail customers. So I grow them even in a 1020 in a dome method and have no problems. So I didn't, you know, I really expected a mustard is a mustard. And that's just not true. That is the lesson I learned that not all varieties are even, you know, cultivars of a variety will grow the same. So I think that's a good lesson. The lesson being don't take your grows for granted. I was 99% sure that it was, you know, I had some poor seed, but I'm really glad that I went right back to the basics when I had a problem. I doubled First, I double-checked how I was using the method, and I made sure I was doing every step correctly, still had no results. But then I went back to the method it always does seem to work, the weighted method, and the weighted method will work with any microgreen. You don't necessarily need to use the dome method. The dome method will give you better results sometimes, but the weighted method is pretty much foolproof just as long as you're right there to make sure that the weight doesn't stay on too long. So again I'm glad I really went back to the weighted method and you see in the article the articles entitled how to grow mustard microgreens our experience with organic wasabina mustard and you know in it I show you the results of how I tried to grow them under the dome method and they just you know the plants just didn't grow well and i think it probably comes down to soil and seed contact with a dome method even though i wet these i did use a mist on this at least the second and the third attempt i sure i'm 100 percent sure i misted those down very heavily so that the seeds would settle into the soil but still with the weighted method there was much better seed to soil contact and i got much better results so that's the lessons learned um with this experiment, and again, I probably wouldn't even have published this article. I mean, I have two or three articles already on how to grow mustard microgreens, but maybe if I ever have problems in the future with a variety, I just, I have to go right back to the basics and start over again and document those results. I mean, this is what home microgreens is all about, is don't take the word on the internet, is to make sure you go through and do all the steps correctly and find out the best way to grow them. And I'm going to give you a little heads up, I am doing an experiment right now. If you don't know, this podcast is sponsored by the Home Microgreen, homemicrogreens.com, and home the Home Microgreens.com store. And I sell microgreen seeds and supplies for people that want to grow a reasonable amount of microgreens in their home. I'm not talking about sale selling them. I'm talking about people wanting to use them. So I have um, several videos and blog posts on how to grow lettuce. And it's actually, I I get a lot of hits on my YouTube channel, My View from the Woods, on how to grow lettuce. And the way I do it is I use very little seed in a 10-20 tray and I grow it up to baby leaf size. So I'm selling these lettuce seeds on HomeMicroGreens.com. And I think people just assume because this is Home Microgreens that the lettuce seeds I'm selling are... To grow microgreens, when in reality, for the lettuce, the amount of seed I give you is to grow them larger into baby leaf. Now, the product description says so. The article says, you know, you plant this in 10, 20 and you grow them to baby leaf. We're not growing microgreens. But I still get people all the time that buy, you know, 0.8 grams of seed and they're saying, like, this is not enough seed. I mean, like, over and over and over again. So I really went through the product description and made sure that. made sure that it says this is for 1020 to grow to baby leaf. But that got me thinking, if there's this many people complaining about these lettuce seeds, that maybe I need to figure out how to grow them by the microgreens. So again, I'm you know i like anyone, like, what does the internet say? So I went to a couple sources, two of them I really trust a lot. They're, actually, one of them has uh, become very popular. And he has a huge gardening website and he's on a lot of podcasts and actually in a lot of videos now. So I went with his recommendation and he grows lettuce microgreens by using one ounce of seed on a 1020 tray. Well, I don't want to grow a whole 1020 tray of microgreen lettuce. So I started out with a 10 by 10 tray and took it in half and an ounce is a little over 28 grams of, of anything. So I went and weighed out 14 grams of seed to grow in my 1010 tray. It, I mean, when I spread the half ounce, the 14 grams on my 1010 tray, I mean, the, the seeds were touching everywhere. It's completely full. I've took some video and took some pictures of it, but I'm going to grow them just as the internet says, and then I'm going to figure out if they are too many or not enough, if that's the case, that I can't put any more seed on than, than there is. The point being, I'm taking information off the internet and testing it. And that's what Home Mega Greens is all about. And I have to do that for myself, just like I did this mustard. I could have rested on my laurels and said, yes, grow this wasabina mustard using the dome method. It'll grow just fine without testing it. And everyone would have got piss poor results. So, you know, I have to make sure that even for my own website and my own seeds that I go through the whole process and test these out completely from start to finish and you know what i have to say you can see the results you can't argue with my photos because i show you the results of growing it under the dome method and growing under the weighted method or if i using different varieties or are different to soil you can see in the pictures which soil grew the microgreens better for me And I think that you can trust those results. And if you can't trust the results or if you go home and you have poor results, use it as a starting point. Maybe not so much for soil because it either grows or it doesn't grow. But for seed density, if you grow a tray of microgreens and you don't think they're dense enough, well, I've given you how many grams of seed to grow per tray. And if you think it's too thin, the next time you can just buy an ounce or two ounces of seed and add more seed to that tray until you find out what is right for you. Anything I do, I show you the results and then it's up to you to decide whether you like those results or if you think you need to modify them. A lot of websites don't do that. They just say, do this, 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 and you're all set. But when you see a tray of microgreens, a lot of times you really don't. They, you know They look good until you compare it to something else. So that is one of the advantages of Home Microgreens, I think, or HomeMicrogreens.com, is that I do show a whole variety of different results, and you can pick and choose which one you think is the best. Or you can modify my results and modify them to your liking the point of the podcast is lessons learned and that's what i want you to take away from this is that if something goes wrong go back to the basics what you have learned in the past and build on those and also don't make any assumptions that just because a mustard one variety of mustard grows this way that another variety of mustard will grow that way same with radishes or any of the brassicas or the basils you know if you have bad results with a variety take a step back go back to the basics And try to grow those microgreens until you figure out what the problem is. Maybe it could be the soil. Maybe it could be the seed. But maybe it's just a growing method. And just because your lemon basil grows great one way doesn't mean your Genovese basil will grow just as good using that same method. So, you know, these are the lessons that even I have to learn after growing microgreens for four or five years. Is that sometimes you just have to go back to the basics. Don't take anything for granted. And just start from scratch scratch and build from there. That's all I have for you today and I will definitely post the results of that lettuce microgreen test when I finish doing all the testing. It might be a while. I might have to grow three or four different trays until I'm happy with the results but don't worry I will I will present those results as an article and probably a podcast. So today's lesson is just you know go back to basics if something doesn't work and make sure you're doing all the steps right and always go with a method that has treated you well and worked well for you in the beginning and then modify that method from there on for different varieties. So I hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.